This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly long-form programme, where we unpack everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. The Beijing-based firm Open has garnered a reputation for producing architecture that reinvents and responds to China's changing cultural landscape with imagination and verve. Since starting out in 2003, the studio has been awarded a number of gongs, and a recent monograph published by Rizzoli has shared the firm's approach with fans across the globe. Open's founding partners, Li Hu and Wenjing Huang, recently joined Monocle's Carolina Abbott-Galvao at Midori House to reflect on the journey they've carved out at a practice. We hear from Li Hu first. I think looking back at, maybe this is true for everyone, Mm -hmm. the process of growing up biologically, professionally, experience-wise, is a process of discovering yourself, finding what you really truly believe, and be influenced, you know, be attracted to certain things. Yeah. So our journey, you know, from Beijing to different places and then to New York where we spent lots of time, we mm-hmm. still do every year. It's really a place for inspiration mm-hmm. and meeting interesting people. For sure. You know, there's artists, there's scientists, mm-hmm. writers. Our first landlord in New York was an artist, and we're still good friends with him. Roxy he, Payne. Yeah, he does amazing work. <laughs> no, he's a yeah. like big artist. But in the 90s, you know, he was just also struggling, finding his language, trying hard. You know, New York was a place that you meet all sort of interesting people. The very reason that we kind of moved back to Beijing was um, because I was working with Stephen Hall. I mm-hmm. was a partner of the firm. We started working on these mega urban projects. And then things changed a bit, you know. After um, the, the Olympics. The real estate become such a great business, they become more conservative. So you, it's not that easy, again, to push the boundaries, you know, to make the building very sustainable, you know, very open to the public. You know, there's represent many kind of conflict. It's about the time I joined Wenjing, we mm-hmm. formed Open officially. You know, we had this ongoing as a kind of a studio for exploring ideas, working on paper architecture, you know, theoretical, speculative projects. But then we felt like it's the time we return to what we truly believe, that is to make space that's a public and for the culture. You yeah. know. And so ever since then, that's been our focus. Both of our early years in working in the States, in New York City, we work on many cultural projects, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, schools, museums. It's extremely difficult, you know, you trying to focus on the public cultural works, but it's rewarding, you know, when you through your trying with different things that you get something built. Mm. Yeah, you know, in the in the places everything's being developed. Yeah. It's not everything established in terms of all these, you know, cultural institutions. Unlike here, it's quite established. You know, you can see the the museum that's been there for a couple hundred years where we're starting mm. and new. Which means there's opportunity to come up with new ideas. And with all the past experience, you know, horizontally, vertically, in time, that what you can do today. And if you are lucky to work with the client who is just open-minded, 
you can really do something very different. Yeah. yeah. I would say there's a lot of creative energy actually in the whole society. Mm -hmm. And we're lucky to be at that time. And a lot of boundaries can be pushed for our work. We try to be as inno innovative as possible, both in terms of building technology, but more in terms of programming, building work in multiple ways, more inclusive, the cultural institutions for everyone. Yeah, I think also it's interesting that uh, Chinese society developed super fast, as if it were on a different kind of clock. So if you consider the economic developments in the first decades or two, decades and a half, was mostly economically, you know, in terms of building business is, is real estate. Building cities, building housings, you know, offices, shopping malls. But after that, people need culture, right? There's enough shopping malls, lots of yeah. housing. Now you realize, oh, missing something. So I think in, in recent years, there's kind of um, clearly a hunger for cultural I want to go back to what you said about, you know, pushing the boundaries. Do you find that with big projects, it becomes harder to push the boundaries sometimes? Um, because we kind of work outside the real estate mm -hmm. um, domain, mostly, you know, for cultural works, mm -hmm. whether it's public or private. Our experience cannot represent yeah, the majority. Yeah, everyone, yeah. But we sort of find uh, we are lucky to be free of the burden of the yeah. real estate mm. you know um, and in terms of cultural institutions a lot of times we find our client either open-minded or they're not unsure mm. of the programming exact programming yeah and that's when uh, we kind of can bring our past experience our vision our imagination for a better future with a sense of responsibility. You have to do something responsibly, thinking about the future without someone really overly scrutinize you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say our experience has been quite unique in a way. And it's not easy to do. It's challenging. We're constantly learning ourselves mm -hmm. um, from different experts, from different ways. I also think it's not just about the scale it's mm -hmm. about the nature of the project mm, yeah, yeah if the nature project is for profit yeah is it real estate or is it business development then the thinking is complicated you know how much the return investment mm, mm -hmm. i'm not saying that there should still be um space for innovation certainly everything we do right but it's definitely more difficult you're yeah. facing lots of obstacles many factors, yeah, many parties. Yeah. What's the contents? You know, what is it? Mm -hmm, That's important. Mm -hmm. That is not simply, let's, let's build the biggest library, you know, let's do another national history museum with all the dinosaurs in. Where are they, right? <laughs> so you have to be more creative. Yeah. You have no longer to do a building that it will work, but you have to think about how it works. So mm. in most cases, you're working something with, with no establishment. We have to go cross the boundary to pick on more responsibility and tasks. Help the client to find who can actually run it, mm. who can operate it, who can create the contents. Yeah. And that is also not conventional scope of the architects, but for the work we do, 
That's、mm. very important. It's a kind of parallel creation. And a lot of times we have to work with the constraint of budgets because on cultural projects,、yeah. you really have to maximize the effect of the limited resources.、Mm. Wen Jinghuang and before that Li Hu there. They were speaking to Monocle's Carolina Cabot Gaval. And that's all for this week. If you're eager for more design stories, then listen to our full-length program, Monocle on Design, airing on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. London time. Or if you prefer print, then pick up a copy of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Maylie Evans. Thank you for listening. Listening.